cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dime. I'm Brian Fields, and with me, as always, is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Carson Humminson, CEO and founder of Banks. Carson, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on today, guys. Let's stay with those early days. I think I recall from some of the research, you were 23 years old when you started it? Yep. What were those early days like? And was there hesitation when you got started? I can only imagine the type of challenges getting started as a 23-year-old in a space as challenging as cannabis currently is. But back then, it must have been littered with even additional challenges. So take us through those early days. Yeah. So one thing to note is that the business was called Graduana. Um, if you Google Graduana, you'll see the logo, which is a graduation cap with the cannabis leaf coming off the side. So you know, it's hard to be taken seriously as a 23-year-old. I think it's really hard to be taken seriously as a 23-year-old with a company that's called Graduana. So it was hard. I mean, like I would go in, I would go into these businesses and tell them that I'm Carson with Graduana. I can help you find an entry-level employee for $500. And people would laugh at me, but I, I kept going. And I think the trick is I finally got a customer. Our first customer was Open Vape. I remember the controller. I don't think he's there anymore, but his name was Oliver Nelson. And he... Let me help him find an you know an entry level accounting person, and I bent over backwards. I would have done anything to find him this candidate, and they made the hire. And you know Nelson said, "Well, you did such a great job. You really bent over backwards. So I'm going to introduce you to five more people, right?" And then closed a couple of those, and then bent over backwards for those people. And I think it goes a really long way, just showing up every day and and working hard and doing what you say you're going to do. But I'm not, it was certainly, it was, it was really, really hard because I, you know, I remember I would try to go to at least three networking events per week and I would get there and I would just say, I'm just going to try to introduce myself to every person here and to walk up to strangers and say, I'm Carson Humiston with Graduana. Are you hiring or do you know anyone that's hiring? A lot of people I knew I walked away from them. They started to laugh at me. So it took a lot of, it took a lot of discipline to keep going. I mean, staying with that, as you start to progress, there had to have been a certain moment where you kind of looked in the mirror and said, this is actually working, right? Like the business is, is actually starting to form. So what were those moments like? And when did you realize that what was a, initially an idea is starting to turn into like a real, real business? Yeah, so about like six months in, I had enough business that I could hire the, the first full-time person. Her name was Jordan Smith. And she actually joined banks for just $15 an hour. And... She and I just grinded it out for another five months. And then we had enough customers to hire our next person. And I think once we got to around four employees, we decided to rebrand because the name Graduana just wasn't really meeting what we were doing. We were getting requests for director of cultivation. So we rebranded to Vanks. And really where it started to really take off was like mid-2017, we were throwing career fairs in a bunch of states. We had about 12 employees. We were close to doubling our revenue every month. And we were just getting so many inbounds. And it started, felt like a flywheel effect. Take us to where we are today. Currently, how many locations? Wow. What states are we in? And what our expectations are currently? Yeah. So fast forward, we've now raised $30 million from amazing investors. We've built out several new product lines, which I'm sure will talk about were Vanks Gigs, which is our core product, which is 
helping customers get connected with on-demand temporary employees is in 16 states and, and five more to come this year. We have 75 employees at banks that work here full-time. That's a, like a good bird's eye view of, of where the business is today. And, and there's still just a lot of, as you know, there's a lot of growth ahead for, for the industry. As markets open up, has your team been able to uncover data trends saying that, okay, let's say New Jersey has been open up for two months now. As they get to month three, four, and five, we expect an increase in these type of roles. Is there is there opportunities there where your team's seen data trends from previous let's call it more experienced states, uh, California and Colorado, and able to apply that to future opportunities to help those employers and say, hey, we're expecting a big increase in these type of roles in the future. Each market it has such a different dynamic, like a limp, like, you know, an example might be take an Oklahoma where it's a free for all. There's so many businesses that maybe each employ 10 people versus you take a place like New Jersey, which is a limited license market. And so that really dictates the kind of hiring because if you've got a thousand businesses with 10 employees, right, you've got a couple people on retail, you got a couple people in cultivation and a couple operations people versus if you have a massive cultivation facility that's, uh, you know, has 300 people in it, right? It's just like, it's very hard. It's it, one thing that I've found to be hard about this industry is that each market is so unique and different that. It's you know you can certainly compare can certainly compare two markets right you can compare two limited license markets and look at how those MSOs grow in scale you could compare you know two markets like you know with 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 less regulations but it's we haven't seen anything where it's like oh this is apples to apples copy paste this playbook unfortunately what is one aspect of hiring cannabis that would shock most of the cannabis industry I think that everyone thinks that there's this perfect unicorn person that can come in and save them and save their business. And at the end of the day, it's really about, of course, the person that you hire is important, but it's just as important that you like set that person up for success. So I think people would be surprised to know that great people get placed into jobs and don't work out because they weren't set up for success. And it's the company's fault, not the candidate's fault. So one of the things that's impressed me most is your progressive modern leadership style. Why is that so important to the culture that you're bringing to banks? Look, I, I think that it's not everyone's cup of tea, maybe very direct communication. And one thing that has happened to me over the course of being an entrepreneur is I've gotten more confidence to make a decision and stick to it rather than decision by committee. Right. One of the things that being a first-time founder is in the early days, I would ask for a lot of people's you know, seek so many people's opinion and say, what do you think we should do? What do you think you should do? What do you think you should do? And there's not that there's anything wrong with that, but eventually, you know, you're the founder and CEO. You need to make a decision that you think is right and go with it. There's been nothing worse for me is when I make a decision based off of what other people think. And in my gut, I know it feels wrong. And then six months down the line, it doesn't work out. And so I just made a commitment to myself actually for this year that I'm not going to make decisions that I don't, one million percent stand behind, even if it's unpopular. Let's do a quick rapid fire. True or false? Your favorite cannabis podcast network is Podcon X. True. True. The number one most influential book you've ever read. I would say that I really I read it in college. It was called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I go back and read it once a year. And it's hiking, swimming, climbing. Favorite one while consuming cannabis. That's scary to think about. I guess I would say hiking. I would probably fall off the mountain though. 
True or false, you swam from Alcatraz to San Francisco? True. True or false, your dad followed? True. State you have your eye on? Oh, Florida. When you started your journey in the cannabis space, what did you get right? And most importantly, what did you get wrong? I got right our early team members in our early culture. I got wrong how to scale that culture. What would you have done differently? I wouldn't have tried to hire these, everything I've been talking about in the show, I wouldn't have tried to hire all these like hotshot people with like that, frankly, were just like, you know, they looked impressive and it was cool to tell our investors we had hired them and cool to tell our team we had hired them and cool to post about on LinkedIn. But at the end of the day, they they came in and, you know, I, I don't think did much for the business. So I my, my regret is rather than like promoting from within some of these early rock stars and like making them run the company, trying to hire these like hot shots from with, from outside um, in. 20 years from now, we will look back and say, that was barbaric in the cannabis industry. What is that? If you go to my Twitter and you scroll down, you can see an email that some customer from Oklahoma uh, sent to one of our sales reps. He sent a very barbaric email, a CEO to one of our sales reps and I tweeted it. So I think 20 years from now, we'll still be talking about that email. Since you've been in the cannabis industry, what has been the biggest misconception? It's like a get rich quick, quick hit, get in, make a ton of money, get out. Carson, for those who want to learn more about Vangs, they want to apply for jobs, specifically those on the East Coast, where can they find you? Vangs.com. They can find Vangs. You can follow Vangs on all social media. I'm on Twitter, Kay Humiston, LinkedIn. And the podcast. And of course, on the podcast, the Proud to Work in Cannabis podcast, we go live with different people that are working in the industry once a week. We have a good one dropping today. So yeah. We'll link it all up in the show notes. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you guys. I had a blast. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked, the podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.